So we're on a roll. We're doing two in one night. It's Claire <laughs> and Eleanor here. And we were thinking, right, we need to do another little You Can't Say That snippet. Yeah. And what will we do? We've, we've got this massive list of things that we will want to talk about over the decades mm. to come. But the most pending one is in relation, because we've got a photo well, shoot tomorrow. We've, well, we've been doing it all week, really, mm. haven't we? And we've got it for tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. Oh, yeah, that is true. So, yeah, Eleanor's not <laughs> off the hook. No, it's not a one day. But <laughs> anyway, day. for yeah. those that are in sync with the timeline of where we are, February 22, um, we have, since we did our digital detox in January, have gone on a bit of a deep dive and a bit of an evolution and a bit of a spring clean in January stroke February stroke March to come. But yeah, exciting things to come. And part of that was us thinking about, okay, who are we? And how do we share what we care about the most with the people who are following us, following us, giving us their time, reading our emails, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So how do we think, okay, right, what is... Yeah, what is the four-year evolution learning and what is the point of it all, basically? Mm. So part of that, which we know is massive, is imagery. Mm. Mm. And we have gone round the houses on the imagery and, oh my God, my head was about to explode on several occasions over what makes a nice picture. Oh my God. And what makes, what kind of picture should we use? So we are going to cover this yeah, you can't say that um, podcast about all of the basically fake imagery out there. Yeah, basically. And, <laughs> and it's like just about everybody's doing it mm-hmm. in terms of a brand, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, so we were trying to, and it came about because we were trying to plan, right, how do we do this new imagery to announce our new evolution and our learnings and what we're really focusing on. And we're going to do a bit less for sure. We're taking some stuff and putting them on a later day shelf. But because we want to do less to the absolute best, so we have to, we can't be everything to everyone. We realised that over the last two years. Because um, we're just going to let more and more people down and we're just going to get super stressed. And we love what we're doing. We're prepared to fight. But when you're super stressed as well, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. please. So, so yes, yeah, so we're doing this big refinement. But yeah, the imagery, we were kind of like, we look to see what other people are doing Mm. what do we think customers would like we speak to other experts advisors in the field you speak to photographers and we have been doing the research guys we oh sorry that's my cable this is real life this podcast (laughs) so yeah you might hear some random noises um but yeah we have been doing the research we've been (laughs) putting blood sweat and tears into trying to um think about imagery and being a fashion brand and what's the right approach to take <laughs> and you're chopped there she said the word fashion sorry uh, she just she's just triggered she's just put me into hypermentally and saying oh my god we have just banned the word fashion we'll do another podcast on this bit we are yeah clear we're elder we are not fashion we are clothing you've heard it here live we ain't editing this out because we don't do filtering Kind of also a little bit of a clue as to the imagery. For oh <laughs> Eleanor's got her hands in her face. You can't see it because we're on a podcast. <laughs> but it's okay. I slip up and use the word fashion a lot. You need to keep out. Well, keep an eye in case we mention the word fashion. Yeah. But we're this okay. As brand. a brand who makes clothes, let me say that instead. <laughs> a brand that makes clothes. Pretty we well. were looking at other brands yes. who make clothes, and we were many, many, and we were just thinking like, right, what is the crack like? And it just start, sent us on a bit of a mental spiral yes. where we were just trying to mentally unpack the Why position so... of imagery in 
this in this field that we work in how it affects people how it sells stuff and what what are the tactics behind that and do we actually like to navigate that do we actually want to subscribe to a lot of the things that work they sell stuff but are actually making people hate themselves yeah. let's start there yeah let's start there no absolutely absolutely because <laughs> we saw all of these images and you'll all know these brands out there and and we've all looked but we were just there was just for us we went round and round the house and there was just this constant there's something not right mm-hmm. there's something not right mm-hmm. if this is true to us being real because we're all about keeping it real you know for those that and but yeah it was just kind of wait a minute there's something not right so we kind of then yeah went round and round everything and basically we created some rules for ourselves. Mm-hmm. we realized that that was a load of shite and yes. this is why because yeah. <laughs> we kind of thought it was like there's a few few aspects to it so one bit that i find the most fascinating because i you know just this is just on a daily basis but oh we'll share all our little bits because we've both got crossovers and all this kind of stuff around the imagery but one thing I while I remember in case I forget by the time I speak again was that it realized what I realized was all of those brands and this is not just in the world of clothing or you know this is you know this is somebody who's maybe trying to sell you a holiday or this is somebody who's trying to sell you you know some sort of food item I realized wait a minute all the brands that I thought I really loved and admired not once have they ever shown me an image of behind the scenes the whole piece of where, who, why, what. And I suddenly thought, wow. I mean, we've, we've always shown a bit of that, where, who, why, that, but we've always felt like, oh, we better get a nice background in there and a few big hills and a few big, you know, because that's what's... But we realise that's the job of our tourist agency, maybe possibly to do that. But I realised what struck me, which was so fundamental, which I think is so important to who we are, is that we are so proud to show you everything and everyone and I think for me that imagery that informed that was a real kind of pinnacle moment for me that actually every image does not need to be the perceived fantasy what is most mm. relevant to now and the future is the reality of actually your integrity and your purpose-led business your supply chain your community etc etc so for us it was like how do we show what we do mm. with a hope that people will absolutely love what we make and want to support us so that we can still exist but actually it was realizing every single brand out there that showed you something that could have been in any studio anywhere in the world with a random person or people and you had no idea whether they wore that every day you had no idea if you know they loved the garments or they loved the products that they were showing and it was just realizing there was not a single image of meet betty she mm. works in the background here this is this bit being done here's this being moved here there was no behind the scenes and that for me was like why are they not putting this on their editorials the front cover of a vogue mm. magazine why is this not all over instagram feeds rather than the curated yeah just just well, not what, what it communicates to people i think is like it's like a bureaucracy within the clothing world like they kind of want to create this illusion that these clothes have just appeared out of thin air when we all know that's not true. They've obviously been harvested, materials have been harvested, there's been um, people spinning the fibres, weaving the fabric, people cutting the fabric, people making the clothes, sewing all them, the shipping packing them, between. shipping. Like, I, I could probably take up the whole, le- like, this podcast just to 
list all the different people that were involved, involved in one garment being made. But we never see them. We never hear from them. They're they're very, very much in the shadows. And it's become quite trendy over the last couple of years, I would say, definitely with the rise of fashion revolution and all the incredible work they do, shining light on supply chain workers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's become trendy to you know for for brands to be like oh here's the um here's our supply chain here's where we get stuff from like um but we never see it in the promotion of their clothes yeah it's maybe hidden in it's their a website token in the week that it's the trendy week yes. to show it but actually it's not it's not an every it's not a fundamental part of their communications no, they do not. it because they feel they have to so then when you see the clothes being marketed it's like you just get this sort of one-dimensional view of like, oh, that that garment just appeared and now it's on that beautiful woman and um and and it's all about her lifestyle and it's it's all about the end person and then it's just an, a complete overlooking of all the people that were yeah. involved in that and some people might be like, oh well, why does that matter too much? And the the reason is is that because we overlook everyone that's involved in making the clothes we don't care about the clothes very much and we it makes them more disposable to us and makes us more likely to throw them away and that's obviously why we've reached where we have with this terrible situation we're in with fashion fast fashion killing the planet fashion (laughs) when you go into the the definition look it up guys google definition of fashion and google Mm. definition of clothes you know so the fashion actually is just a style mm. so fashion applies to uh you know food to interiors to clothing you know it's been hijacked a little bit and so fast fashion is just a fast style you know mm. and it's it's not actually clothes and fundamentally we make clothes yeah we make clothes to keep you warm to keep you um cozy to keep you cool to keep you protected to make you feel good, absolutely. But we make clothes. Mm-hmm. Fashion is a style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you soon as you put fast in it, you go, oh my God, this is like basically planet destruction mm-hmm. labels all over it. But, um, but, but yes. we're also more willing to look over all of the destruction when we see it curated in yeah. a beautiful This is nice where way. imagery allows yes. you to kind of go, you know what there's a that's that's that that garment shall we say mm-hmm. and they're in the log cabin and look at all that beautiful trees and there's mm-hmm. a wee river running by mm-hmm. and they've got the right words and you know what that's just oh, idyllic utopian no harm done whatsoever and you go oh great good looking person there whatever and they're there a couple family friends whatever mm-hmm. and they're having a great time and for us i think for us we realize actually we've had so much of that hijacked mm-hmm. and so much of that fakeness to be honest whenever we see that and we see nothing about who's involved it's immediate alarm bells mm-hmm. you know it literally could that have just been a container that rocked up in their shore and this is them now taking it to a fancy location hired a team all of this professional photography you know crazy things like well if you've got blonde hair you'd be better wearing brown rather than red because you know it might clash with your skin tone and i sit there and go what the fuck anyone can wear any color they white like you know mm-hmm. i'm not going you know why do we even you know like you know it makes you kind of think about you know how we've all looked up and say what colors suit me and what shape suits me we're kind of saying actually this imagery has been forcing mm-hmm. this rules around wearing clothes mm-hmm. you know they, they're trying to keep styles and fashion but actually when you think about it it's just as you said at the very beginning quite often people feel 
and they use the word like well I'm not fashionable or I'll never look good in that or that mm. just doesn't suit me I'll never look like them you're not you don't want to look like them mm-hmm. you don't want to because what they're symbolic of is something that is just not real in many yeah, ways and that's the funny thing because obviously we could have started this chat by talking about like the type of models that are chosen have been chosen stereotypically for fashion mm-hmm. brands have been very you know your typical tall slim like kind of alien-esque looking person kind of like otherworldly like or just very 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 conventionally good looking um that actually only represents like 0.05 percent of the population obviously those models exist they're real people and they are beautiful but it's like they it because it's only been a very 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 small uh representation it means that everybody else has then being like well I look like shit if I don't look yeah, like them yeah so at- <laughs> there's that side and um, but things are changing and it's wonderful because a lot of brands are now being more inclusive with their model choices That's true. in terms of body shape in terms of ethnicity in terms of it like um disabled models and able-bodied models and that's all wonderful um but it's still not quite hitting because it's still got this illusion around it that just totally disregards Yay. the making of the product and the the sacrifice that the environment has made for the product. And yeah. it's like, well, you can put it on any human being, you know, at the like. like, and it's good for the representation in terms of our inclusivity and our sense of self. But how great can it be if it still isn't addressing that issue of... Yeah the before and um yeah so I guess that kind of like leads us really nicely into like what we've been thinking about where we are this our week. imagery yeah. yeah we've got a photo shoot tomorrow um uh well like Claire said we've been shooting you know today and we've got quite a few shoots coming up but we've got a big one tomorrow and um we were way back and forth Claire definitely more than me like what are we gonna do with this going shoot going around everybody know? at the mill what would you know it's yeah. so important for us to come through our evolution period and go actually what we again on another recording we've done what we don't do say so much about who we are mm-hmm. so we don't want to endorse a system that we feel is more damaging than good and nothing's perfect don't get me wrong and we're not i'm not saying that the imagery of old was in every single way you know wrong you know mm. um but it's just it's it's the it's the reality of the world we live in and actually i think we are in a position where we can share so much of just the re, you know, the real people, the the real, um, yeah, the real processes. And mm-hmm. I think when we go back to the real people, not only saying, look, this is the person here who's involved in this part of this, um, manufacturing process, but actually, guess what? They're a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you define a beautiful person? For us, we define them through character, through passion, through awareness and intelligence and respect for things that are you know shared values and they are beautiful I don't care what color hair they have I don't care (laughs) how they wear their clothes I don't care if they go for every color under the sun they wear mismatched socks what size they are whether they wear makeup or not whether they wash their hair every day or not Mm. I don't you know they are beautiful because of who they are and not how they look and what they wear but when you meet that beautiful person who's so beautiful who they are what transcends is their their confidence in to say I can put this on the outer too mm-hmm. you know so they don't feel this requirement to conform to this imagery that's been or this kind of perception and profile of 
selling clothing but all these people are selling fashion let's mm-hmm. say they're selling a style aren't they they're not selling clothing they're selling a lifestyle they're selling a style that's not even attached to that person they're selling an illusion that like what what you've touched on there is amazing because it's like what we want to do with our sh- with our imagery moving forward is we want to portray the real life and the real life is not perfect mm-hmm. is a little bit messy is a little bit rough around the end because we are it's up it's down yeah it's all yeah we're all like so when you when you come on and, and see prickly thistle imagery we basically want people to be like oh that is actually what that garment's going to look like yeah. in my real life yeah. because they're showing the real life there as opposed to some kind of overly stylized image that is not actually ever going to be real even the model in the The image doesn't look like that two minutes after that photograph's taken they're straight out of that clothes into their you know and that's when glasses on hair back up in a messy bun take their makeup off and grab their coffee and their travel mug and off they go put their trainers comfy boots and and that was another thing that kind of came up to them it was like you know when people say to you know styling what models will you have for this and that we're thinking we need to do something proper now because we're going to like do this really brave kind of announcement in in march and we need to just get it right get it right because we want to get it right too but then we realized the conversation led us down to oh my god we're not going down this path mm-hmm. we can't say we want to pick people based on certain looks to wear certain colors yeah. to be in a certain location because that makes it look pretty mm-hmm. it's like we, that is just kind of yeah that all of a sudden you realize you're suckered into this kind of fake kind of fantasy mm-hmm. peace and we all want to dream and we're all dreamers and we're all capable of dreaming but this part of society and industry has caused so much damage by doing it and I think mm-hmm. you know it's and to be able to set yourself apart when you want to go around to the integrity piece about actually because it's so confusing out there who's a good brand who is eco-friendly they're using recycled materials what is it is it recycled plastic is it recycled cotton is it you know they're going to plant a tree if I buy stuff I mean there's like masses and masses of sustainable green messages out there but we thought imagery is really important mm-hmm. and you can give the perception of being green by just the image being mostly green don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but actually what we want to show you is the reality and the fact that we can do that we hope says do you know what that little business can actually show us if i go and look at all of these other brands they actually have never shown us and what would they show and us why and, and that's the big thing this is the big another big mic drop why are they not showing you? So so imagery, yeah, this week we've got all this, this, so we've got, we'll not give too much away about what we're doing, yeah. but you're getting a sense of realness here. But it's, yeah, it made us realise us as individuals, because we were going around each other and go like, if you saw this picture on Instagram, what would you think? And what, what makes you, you know, we were really trying to go around mm-hmm. everyone to get inside the power of a fake image versus a real image and trying to And that's push... interesting because I think, I I've done some, I've had some education in marketing and mm-hmm. it is true that people on the whole they do buy like they're motivated by fantasy and aspiration when they buy so it, there's been lots of studies done like psychological studies about people um, and what is more likely going to make them buy and the reality is you're the, the average person is more likely to buy an image that contains some like somebody that they're never going to look like right and to me that's really sad mm-hmm. so, and so people might say oh 
the choices that we make with our imagery moving forward maybe we won't well, appeal to won't, certain we people won't appeal and we won't sell and okay we're willing to actually take that risk because we actually care about the mental well-being of yeah. people yeah like yeah. this is not okay guys the, like yeah. the things that sell the most are the things that are the most fake and everybody knows they're fake but everyone's still kind of invested in this illusion because it's escapism mm-hmm. and yeah a lot of parts of life are really difficult and we do want to step into that little fantasy world and escape a bit and through shopping and through consuming like fashion media, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i have to do a trigger warning I know. Try <laughs> but through consuming that media is like a, a sense of escapism yeah i know it's not gonna look like that on me but hey i can i can indulge in this for a bit and i'll buy it and then i'll try it on and i'll have to deal with the fact that it does that i don't look like that but it's okay whereas we're saying no we don't want you to have that burden that like that that situation where you have to then reconcile in your brain that you don't look like that and then it's this whole like minefield of having to psych yourself up again and tell yourself you look good and it's like well we want to cut all that bullshit out and be like right you see our image that's actually what this is everyday this is everyday people yeah we're we're everyday people at the mill we want to make clothes for everyday people yeah who actually care how it's made and who's made it you probably find that you probably value that more than even the government in some ways because you now know what's involved and mm. you've now seen the people involved. But yeah, we want to make everyday things for everyone. Mm. But it's, um yeah, this whole imagery thing. But we'd love to know what people think about it yeah. because it is, it's amazingly how, amazing how powerful it is, but actually what side of the, the, the battle line are you mm. on really? And I think for us, it's like, do you know what? We need to be brave enough to do something that's more right. I think that's got the right the right sentiment as opposed to we could sell more if we go to this location there's this castle if we get somebody who looks like this we'll kind of style it a bit like that we'll do this romantic kind of because scotland and highlands has this amazing imagery Mm -hmm. shall we say we can tap into that and that's what we'll do and we thought well actually do you know what all of us up here we don't live in castles we don't dress like that we dress like you every day you know we put on comfy clothes when it's cold we wear warm stuff when it's hot we wear something a bit cooler Mm. we do our everyday thing we go to our jobs we take our kids to school we go shopping we do whatever the odd time we get a wee bit dressed up but actually Mm -hmm. you know this fantasy piece is not who we want to make we're not making clothes for that fantasy life and you know what it does it brings ethical and sustainable clothing into the real world because i feel like it's we're in the danger zone at the moment a wee bit with ethical clothing where we do view it we do put it in a box like oh it's a certain type of person that shops sustainably it's a certain type of her and there is a bit of elitism in it as well like oh maybe a sort of higher class person you know with a certain type of boo-hoo kind of hippy dippy lifestyle that a lot of people feel like that doesn't represent them and that's okay like we all have our different lifestyles and things, but what we want to do is be like, no, ethical clothing fits into real life. And it fits to everyone. Yes, every yeah. type of person. It's not some sort of gate-kept um, movement that is, you know, only certain types of people can engage in. It's actually, if we want to solve the problems, the really, really, really bad problems that we have to deal with humanity at the moment, we have to make sustainable stuff just normal just kind of bog yeah. standard normal like going and picking the kids up from school and 
taking the dog a walk down the street i mean just celebrate like, that that's cool yeah. stuff to do that's yeah that's the reality isn't mm-hmm. it we yeah. don't need this big beautiful scenery or this like I, I don't know like so much of the imagery i see i'm like that's just actually becoming a bit divisive like yeah you know like I'm, I'm, I'm basically we want to move away from that we're, we're not going to overly curate this you know it's it's going to be real life so that more normal people feel like actually that does represent me yeah. i can be part of this sustainability movement i can you can wear you can wear our clothes with no makeup yeah you can wear our clothes with your hair in a mess yeah you can wear our clothes with your slippers you mm. can wear our clothes whatever way you like doing whatever you want to do that's we want to make clothes because that's the essence of sustainability you mm. want to make stuff that you can use every day mm-hmm. <laughs> and everywhere mm-hmm. so that's the essence of actually showing how you know what there is no rules to wearing this stuff no. um and it's yeah it's just yeah it's that whole it hopefully captures more the essence of it but um so yeah, basically what we're promoting is disillusion we want to break apart the illusion that everybody knows is there but maybe doesn't quite like we need more of us to band together and be like yeah that's not real let's, Call stop, let's stop pretending that's yep. real it's kind of like that thing it's like with like love island and reality tv me and you've chatted about this yep. before claire like everyone watches it and knows it's not real but it's kind of like the emperor's new clothes nobody wants to like ad- tell him he's ad- naked yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, tell him he's naked. Be like, right so this is called reality tv but this whole thing is staged. None of it's real. I know that, but I'm still going to watch well, it as I, if it yeah. potentially is real and then try and make my life like that, even though I know it's not real. My life is real, but I want to make it like this illusion. Yeah. And oh my God, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but we've all just kind of openly accepted it. Um. So yeah, we're basically standing up right now and saying, guys. We're out. We're not doing we're, this. Yeah, we're not we are doing, not doing it's, this. It's exhausting. It's so it's, tiring. We've even said to people, but oh, but, what would you, and you get the other force a little bit as well, so people know from, like, people who are following us and looking at our product stuff, is that you get all this pressure from PR marketing companies or from a press and media that they're always looking for certain types of images for their articles and mm. certain types of images for their editorials and whatever. And we've had this conversation even with a photographer and I was like, I don't care. If they look at our pictures and go, oh, but we really want somebody, you know, like, you know, this and that. We need to really see a bit of a castle because you're from Scotland. And I'll say, sorry, this is reality. This is what we do. This is what we're about. Mm-hmm. I'm here to showcase the people who are involved in this business, who stand by what we do. We're everyday women wearing everywhere clothes. But it's funny how you get that pressure. And mm-hmm. so we've been having this kickback with a lot of these people and saying, sorry, I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And at first they're kind of like, oh, no, no. But then I think we are planting seeds where they go, actually now I get it mm-hmm. so all there's all these levers behind the scenes as well because the makeup artists and the hairstylists and the photographers the editors of the magazines you know the the news desk people they're all running to this tune mm-hmm. that's actually the record needs to change yeah and they all know it and it's only when you say to them why are you saying that and why are you doing that mm-hmm. that they and and remembering it's 2022 and we've just had a shit couple of years and we know we've got this big problem that you know we've dodged a bullet with the covid and you kind of go why and then when it hits them you kind of go kind of like what we're learning as we go along this journey anyway and then they kind of go actually yeah why so we're hopefully going to try and make things easier so that people who are doing the right thing are the ones that get you know just get that sort of credit mm. really you know and actually then as you quite rightly said Eleanor 
this is actually everyday life. This is what we should be celebrating in every way. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting on these really abstract, kind of so, you know, disconnected yeah. head fucking mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. it just puts people all wrong when actually we all know it is. Yeah. So be, so what we're trying to do as well, not only doing this by doing our images on our website and our socials, but actually we're kicking back on some of these other people involved in this machine mm-hmm. of imaging saying, no, you're not going to get that image from us. You basically take that or it's nothing at all. And that's yeah. fine. And, and for us, people would say, oh, why would you not want to be in the front cover of that magazine? Well, because actually what they do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis when they issue that magazine is they're absolutely condoning something that is just... Making people feel like shit. It's toxic. <laughs> it's done. We all know, actually, there's more damage yeah. than good. Why? Why? I just don't... Well, I do understand because... I do understand, but I also don't understand. And I'm going to approach this with logic. Why is it okay to to sell things based on making people feel rubbish (laughs) right but because that's what marketing has become and every year it gets more and more insidious the more rubbish you can make someone feel about themselves the more they're going to buy why can't we actually say we're going to sell things by making people feel good do you know what i mean it's crazy so crazy like well, I don't we're gonna, understand. We're going to test the theory, Eleanor. Yeah. This is what it's all going to be about. And yeah. we're hoping people are going to understand that actually, why would we do all of this normal everyday stuff when you could be doing this and you could be doing that? Because we're going, because this is normal mm. everyday. <laughs> and this and is that, where... that's it. And it's not, obviously, we're not bashing like the art form no, of and, and, and I think direction art, and, and expressing and playing with makeup, playing with hair. Like it 100%. Is and I think you've raised a really yeah. good point. Here's there's people listening here and thinking about that because I think in the world of expressive art, then absolutely. But when we've seen commercial hijack of the expressive art world for commercial gain, that's them. These people should be totally pissed off because they're just saying you're hijacking our creativity and basically so you can sell more. So 100%, let's express and explore all of these things in the context of what they are, mm-hmm. art, not just how do I sell more of this to people who yeah. I'm going to make more dependent on me because I'm going to make them feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And then they just have to keep going, keep going, keep going. And we just say to them, well, a little bit more, a little bit more, and you eventually will get there. But no, you've just sucked them dry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but no, I totally understand because all of that is such beautiful ways of expressing yeah. narrative, culture, chapters, and like, you know, and people's individualism and you know what that's but it's, the but it's escapism art. that's the healthy escapism isn't what, it but we've yeah. got the commercial world of hijacked it which is the unhealthy so it's a it's a difference between healthy escapism and unhealthy escapism and i guess that's a question lots of people need to ask themselves you to know, see the difference see the difference if like, it's been hijacked for commercial reasons then you have to it's kind of what does that say about that business mm-hmm. that brand that individual mm-hmm. it should say a lot yeah it should be a unfollow <laughs> it should be a sorry yeah. you know you know so it's um yeah. it's interesting who would have thought imagery would be so no you but you do yeah it's so powerful it's so powerful and we realize as a small brand don't get me wrong for that first few years you're trying to be everything to everyone and you do think oh but that's what people really want to see and that's what people love and people do love it and see it and we and we kind of gone round the houses a wee bit on it and we're mm-hmm. kind of dabbled a wee bit and go oh, do we do this imagery that and we thought do you know what God, we just, do you know what we are? We're real. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, and what do we want to promote? We want to promote just real life for, ev- you know, and, yeah. and I think showing beauty within 
mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say about this is the thing about doing live recordings. You I have know. a thought and then you and lose it, it and then everyone has to hear you. And everyone's like, thought. oh my God, she can't. Like, so I'll just keep filling in. I wish I had a little piano at this no, moment. I've got it, I've got it. She's remembered. We filled in. It's only 10 it was seconds. just like the last thing I wanted to say was that so the power of imagery, we just said imagery is so powerful and um, it can be really powerful at causing damage mm-hmm. uh, and to make money. But we're we're reappropriating the power of imagery for good basically yes. that's what i think our vibe is moving yep. forward we understand the power of imagery we understand how it can have an effect on people so we're going to do that responsibly basically um we're not going to disempower imagery and say no. imagery is like we're not going to let all, it have it's all an about impact context, anymore isn't it it's yeah all about we're going to re we're going to redirect that impact to make sure that it's done responsibly. The way that you do with everything else, if you want to be a good business, responsible sourcing of materials, look after your workers well, treat them like human beings, you know, properly. And it's the same, treat your imagery with respect. Be like, I know you are a powerful medium, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I'm going to I'm gonna be responsible with how I use you. Um, and I think that's probably a thing, like, with other brands that maybe do cause harm with their imagery. Maybe they don't realise as well the impact the true impact that it has they're like oh no but this is just how we do it because everybody gets sucked up you speak to anyone in that space and that's just that's just the machine yeah that's what everybody's doing we need to you know the first thing is you want to do a new look new collection you want to organize a photo shoot you get a photo shoot um sort of project manager and it's scout for the location Mm -hmm. usually hundreds of miles away from your head office not your factory find the, the looks of the people you want involved you know it's it's all constructed yeah and I just think, actually, yeah, it's. I think it's it's time to say, do you know what? Life just is think. A, yeah. Think about the impact. And the thing is, people want to make money, right, to survive. Fine. We're, yeah, we, we get for, We're all for that. You need to, imagery sells. We get that. And we're not saying that that needs to stop happening. But it's more, you can still sell your beautiful pieces, the things you've created, in a responsible way. You can still make your your money whilst not destroying people's mental health do you know what i mean like they're not mutually exclusive you can do both um and obviously we don't just pursue pursue profit like we're trying to make a much wider and deeper impact um than just profit we we just want to survive so we can do other things we're not just pursuing profit and that's the only thing we do and i think that's very clear (laughs) if you don't get that about picking this up right now like i don't know what please tell us because we're like (laughs) we're so much more than just trying to sell clothes um yeah so yeah um that that's why what i'm saying is that no matter what your aims are as a business you can still achieve them without making people hate themselves because you don't have a right to make somebody hate themselves you really don't i think it all boils down to your truth yeah being true because actually any business is just a bunch of people Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a different species and i think it's being confident enough which we've got a little bit more confident over time and braver and more determined in our beliefs but just to be truthful Mm -hmm. no not saying that we've no but to be true 
in every sense of the word, you know, not embarrassed about our postcode, not embarrassed about where our mill is, not embarrassed, you know, because you feel like actually, what will people think? Oh, we don't have proper models, we don't have the imagery, the proper models, or the, you know, the imagery from a kind of actual physical, mm. when somebody rocks up, do we look right? Mm. Is the place tidy? Have we got this kind of grand entrance, grand mm. entrance, whatever? So that imagery, The budget, the budget. Yeah. We need a big budget. <laughs> yeah. We need to, we need to spend money so we can, and it's like, guys, some of the actually, best creativity happens when people have boundaries. Yes. Have limitations. Like, that's why, like, it's usually, like, I'm doing this in inverted commas, the lower class, um, that sometimes makes some of the most captivating, amazing art because it's done within boundaries. Yeah. And it's like, okay, set yourself some boundaries. Even if you have loads of money, set some boundaries to be like, actually, we're only going to take this so far because we have to be responsible um, with what with what we do we can still create something amazing without spending thousands of pounds on all this shite when we could actually just shoot it in our and give the money to charity yeah. if you have it that's what i'm saying you know that's why you'll never <laughs> see us in bond street or any of these fancy you know at the end of the day if we can run it out of a, a working place then you know yeah. what why yeah it's a kind of the vanity of it all in some respects but yeah so imagery this week <laughs> we are shooting before we wind up we're getting really we're getting longer on these things um but anyway imagery this week really excited have a think about it mm-hmm. we just reach out to us and let us know we can put some social tweets out there to like spark this conversation again yeah. but it's what does it make people think and actually when you start to think about it you actually change and you start questioning whereas before you kind of just go in a bit of a kind of subconscious kind of are you one of those people that is more likely to buy if from something that doesn't look like you you know like that if you're one of those people we'd be interested to know like what what is your process like when you're buying and then yeah. on the flip side if you're someone that has totally changed and now you you, you, you see that's a big off put, like i really put yeah. you off like why why is that as well like yeah we would love to actually because we've spilled our brains out i know you now, but actually like the... we would love to hear what other people think about this because it's something everybody has a perspective on yeah you know? and it's just trying to do the right thing and that's what we always want to that's the thing of prickly thistle isn't mm. it we will we're questioning things all the time a probably because we're not really from this industry none of us are really trained in any of these things so it makes us come in and be a bit, little bit more kind of like okay so why do we do this and mm. why do you do that and what does that actually really mean and but we always then just go well we don't know what it was like 50 years ago because we've not did it 50 years ago we're doing it well what does it mean for today and tomorrow mm-hmm. and that's what that is our reference isn't it so actually that imagery what does that mean if we know all the problems today and tomorrow are around all of these things and that imagery's ticking a lot of the bad boxes why are we doing it mm. so yes yeah, so we could just come from this completely random inex you know inexperienced it's kind of like seeing the world through a child's eyes yeah isn't it? yeah we're the yeah. children of the the we're the waves of the clothing <laughs> fabric world this whole marketing thing and models and whatever and we just go why mm. so yay but we're kind of we're just hopefully hopefully people will see that we're trying to do things for the right reasons yeah and it's celebrating truth reality transparency and yeah we'll just see where it goes you know yeah. at the end of the day we'd rather do that than just join up with something that is maybe just yeah just not got that authenticity and we've never done that since the day one with this with the mill and what we're trying to do in all the other areas so we're not going to compromise on any of our values we no matter how hard it'll be we're just gonna yeah 
keep plugging away yeah. so imagery reach out message Eleanor on Instagram or Twitter or whatever and um yeah tell us the ones that you like what's your favorite images that we've ever done you know we yeah. we don't do big analysis by the way folks I know everybody sometimes looks at all the engagement like you know all this other marketing advice but we just go based on instinct on the comments on the reaction but we don't overanalyze you know we're not going to look at every single post and tweet and go well that performed well and how many did that convert and is that we don't we just hope that we can just keep it natural mm. keep it mm. authentic so yeah but if there is things that you like and don't like or yeah see, let then, us know yeah let us know um we all know you love a cloth and loom we know that much and we all know <laughs> that you love to see a few of the friendly faces around the mill but um yeah imagery we're basically just saying right now we'll never do any of those mm. fashion mm. <laughs> fashiony images ever just, fuck the illusion yes we're saying no more <laughs> we're keeping it real keeping it real you're guys. keeping it real you're just gonna yeah you're just gonna have to put up with the whole team <laughs> but anyway we think you'll enjoy it you might be surprised we might be surprised but hey ho we'll see how it goes this week and you'll see the old images soon okay so catch you later bye